Welcome back to Payday, the first podcast for global payroll professionals. I'm your host, David Barak. Today, we're going to be talking about the modern payroll professional and the evolution of the payroll function. Payroll is becoming truly dynamic, requiring employee centricity, aptitude for data and technology, along with strong stakeholder alignment. Joining me today is Lubomira Kostova, Lead Strategy and Planning Global Payroll at Uber. The modern payroll professional firstly needs to be comfortable with change or learn to be comfortable with change. The reason behind that is because the field is evolving substantially. And with that expansion of the field, the required skill set of the payroll professional also expands. One of the things that payroll professionals can leverage throughout all that change is the opportunity to make their own career. Hi, welcome to the Payday Podcast, Lubomir. It's great to have you here. Uh, we've been looking forward to this for some time. Hey, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Lubomir, why, why don't we start with just a little bit of an introduction on yourself? And, and I know you speak a number of languages here, so um, you feel free to do that in any language you want, but certainly let's start in English. What, could you uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself? I'm Lubomira. I'm part of the strategy and planning team for the global pair team at Uber, where we manage projects across EMEA, LATAM, APAC, and Neymar. As to the languages, let me give you a little tip. So, Zdravete, Hola, and of course, Hello. Can you guess? I'm going to guess Spanish, English, and Bulgarian. Yeah, that's correct. There you go. And uh, that was definitely a guess, and I was not reading from this piece of paper in front of me. Um, so you've been at Uber for some time now. I, I think I, I'd love to kind of get a sense for how you get got to where you are today, because I know your journey was not directly, uh, you know, aimed at payroll. And you certainly traveled through a number of countries to get to where you are today. Can you give us a little bit about how you got there and whether the journey was planned or surprising? Right. So it was a really unexpected journey overall. So my background is in the social sciences. I hold an LLM in European law and mm -hmm. I work in legal research. So academia with like victims, right? Very different from corporate. But I wasn't sure if the field was for me. So I took some time, moved back to my parents' place and started thinking like, how can I combine the skills that I acquired during my education, but in a more dynamic field? So mm -hmm. when I was doing my research, I uh, stumbled upon HR, which has very different work streams. And you can move throughout the streams, you can learn, you can make an impact, and you can combine those legal skills and those social sciences skills that I acquired during my education. So I started applying for jobs, but <laughs> ended up in um, payroll. And I saw myself learning the very basics of accounting. Mm -hmm. So imagine coming from doing legal research in victims' rights to learning what debit and credit is, how that works in, in a company environment. So initially, I wanted to stay in the field for a very short period of time. And I remember my interviewed Uber, I was telling my first manager <laughs> I was stay in the company for only one year. But to my surprise, it's been more than five years that I'm, I'm at Uber and I'm still mm -hmm. working in Cairo. So it's been really surprise after surprise um, and, and definitely not planned. And uh, 
you know, when you went into the payroll space, you mentioned accountancy. Did you feel like it met your expectations or did you really discover this industry to be different than what you expected when you got in? Right. So when I was doing my research, I was back in Spain doing research into payroll. A lot of the courses that I was looking at regarded payroll as part of the HR function, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I ended up in payroll, everywhere that I worked, that was part of the finance organization. So that required a different skill set, which I certainly didn't have, such as accounting or um, basically, um, yeah, part of the finance organization. And that surprised me quite a lot. But what surprised me the most, I think, about the pair of it was that there is this general idea of, you know, a very repetitive, very dry field. However, mm-hmm. that was definitely not the case once I started working in payroll. So my career evolved from really doing the payroll process, which is definitely a bit more drier than, you know, if you're working in strategy projects. However, um, the field itself is evolving and there's definitely a lot of uh, challenges, different work streams that you get in, you can get involved in. Um, so it was quite different from what I expected. Yeah. And the company that you've been with has really grown exponentially since you started for them. So the complexity of the payroll functions really ratcheted up. So with with that in mind, when people think about Uber, they think about change, they think about innovation, they think about disruption. Some of those words don't play well with the payroll function, especially the word disruption, I'd say. So how have you been able to make sense of the culture that Uber has fostered and really uh, articulated to the market with the requirements of the payroll function to maintain that stability, but I guess also evolve with the needs of the company? How have you been able to navigate that? On the one hand, the payroll function needs to operate in a compliant environment where you have certain rules and regulations that Mm -hmm. really drive your day-to-day processes, so the actual payroll processing, right? However, you, you do see a lot of parts of that payroll organization of those payroll processes that can be modernized, and that's where you disrupt the field as well, right? Um, payroll has evolved quite substantial, substantially in the recent years. So from automation to becoming a strategic partner to the business, to involving data analytics into the day-to-day activities. And that is a lot of disruption from the field, right? If you look at it back in the days, there is this common um, notion as well that peer was very dry, very repetitive, very manual. But nowadays we do have a lot of automation in place to help us drive time from you know manual tasks to higher value tasks, right? That bring higher value to the business. Now, related to Uber, one of the things that I found very special is that you are um, required and you're encouraged to be an owner of what you do, right? So you can be processing, take for example, you're processing one country, right? Mm-hmm. On a monthly payroll, you have your input, you know, data delivery, checks and controls, the accounting side. In that, you're actually encouraged to be a the owner and accountable for what you're processing but at the same time to see how you can optimize it right because when you when you're doing something there's always room for optimization right when you're doing a repetitive uh, process so i think 
in that regard, that's where we have the disruption part because one, you have, there is a lot of evolution in the field itself that needs to be modernized. And at the same time, when you're encouraging the people who are actually working with these mm -hmm. processes to leverage the knowledge they have and see where there's gaps in terms of optimization and time spent on certain tasks, that's where you can continue disrupting. Yeah, it's really interesting to see the payroll function sit inside an organization where a lot of adjoining functions may be getting disrupted, where you've got that point around ownership. So it's been interesting to see what you and your colleagues have been able to do at Uber. How would you describe the modern payroll professional? The modern payroll professional, uh, firstly, needs to be comfortable with change or learn to be comfortable with change. The reason behind that is because the field is evolving substantially. And with that expansion of the field, the required skill set of the payroll professional also expands. The first thing that would come to mind is that the new payroll professional needs to be data savvy, right? Payroll has a very rich pool of data that they can leverage for certain, uh, for, for different, uh, reasons and different initiatives. So, in terms of understanding the data, the payroll professional needs to know how to extract that data, how to read and analyze that data, and how to influence using that data. So it connected to how you influence using that data is the second skill that will be very important, which is stakeholder or relationship management. Right, uh, payroll interacts with many different stakeholders, uh, be it internal or be it external, and that includes the employees. So that data can be leveraged to influence those stakeholders to work and collaborate with them as well. Um, the third thing that comes to mind is the technical skills. So the payroll professional needs to at least understand the basics of um, the technical environment in which they're working in. So mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you need to understand absolutely everything uh, or understand how integrations work because that is the tech team's job. However, when you're designing and when you're interacting with the tech team and they're telling you what challenges you can expect or what can work and what cannot work, you need to be able to understand it, right? So there is an intersection between that human approach and also that technical approach that the pair professional needs to be comfortable with. And then the last piece would be the customer or employee experience. So we all need to um, learn how to interact or design initiatives or transformations with the end user in mind, which is the employee or other business partners, and learn how to communicate and deliver a message in a way that would resonate with that particular population. I think it's such an amazing way to just describe that because what you've described is not the way people think about payroll traditionally. You've described a very dynamic role, right? You're talking about someone that has to be a data scientist, has to be able to influence others, and do that effectively. They've got to be customer centric. They have to have high technology aptitude. And, and that's all, you know, those are all descriptors of a role that you don't typically associate with the, with the payroll function. And, and it's just exciting to, to start talking about it that way. And I think 
part of what prevents a lot of professionals from being able to orient themselves and their skill set around that is that lack of automation, that lack of technology, because that ends up consuming what you do, right? All of those manual processes. So I think that's really interesting. I, I think if that was the reality of what the payroll professional needs to do going forward, what do you recommend? How do you think about the professionals that are in payroll today, how do they go about modernizing their skill set so that they can fulfill this, this role of a payroll professional that is that dynamic and influential within the company? Right. Um, first, is with, with anything else in life, I, w- I would say put, your, put on your student hand, right? Mm-hmm. Um, start learning be through um, courses, self-learning, or, you know, any, if, if, companies um, offer any type of uh, education, start educating yourself on very different things, right? Because as we've seen, um, the skill set that we would would require actually are very varied, as you mentioned. Um, Another thing that um, I, I think would be valuable is if we look at areas that we are potentially interested in, However, we don't, you know, even if we don't yet connect um, that to our current job. And one of the stories I always um, tell is when I, uh, we work with Jira, our team works with Jira as a ticketing system. So that's basically how mm-hmm. we communicate with our employees. And about two and a half years ago, we started talking about modernizing the system, so to say, right, or getting the best out of the system. But I, I can tell you there wasn't much appetite or pressing business need to invest any time um, into that project. However, I did see, I, I thought it was very interesting. I didn't know much about Jira, but I was very interested in the system because that's how we communicate to our employees. Right. And that's our main stakeholder that we want to keep happy. Um, mm-hmm. So I started um, seeing how we could get the best data from Jira. I started seeing how we can optimize the system so that our team works smarter in Jira and how we can make sure that the employees are happy, that they get a, a reply that is fast and also accurate and that they understand. Right. Um, so we finalized that project and, you know, I kept on gathering that data and I'm telling you for over a year, there wasn't much appetite there until one fine day, all of that data was used for a very big cross functional project. Um, you know, it was kind of like a knock on the door and they wanted to use that data to build the grounds for a big, uh, cross functional project. Mm -hmm. When you when I look at it now, it was actually very useful from that side, but also allowed me to learn a lot about the system. It allowed me to learn a lot about our employees and how to um, improve the employee experience. I think it's interesting that you've described something that was so entrepreneurial of you that eventually led to a broader role and more responsibility. Um, I like this idea you mentioned of kind of being a lifelong learner and going and starting, you know, there are online courses, there are all types of available resources for you. How do you think uh, payroll professionals broach that topic with their employer? Um, What's your suggestion for payroll professionals who want to upskill and do more with their career? Right. That's a that's a very good question. Um, You know, we've we've talked a bit about the evolution of the field and how that brings uh, change to the table. And one of the things that 
um, paraprofessionals can leverage through, throughout all that change is the opportunity to make their own career, right? You don't have to sit, wait for permission and see how the field evolves. Now is your opportunity to focus on the areas that you enjoy the most, that brings the most value and make your own career. We'll be right back to our conversation, but I wanted to tell you about a new report from CloudPay called How to Thrive in Your First 90 Days in Payroll. In that report, we provide a roadmap for success in your first 90 days in a payroll position. And I think there's something for every payroll professional in this report. You can download your free copy by visiting cloudpay.net slash first 90 days. Now, let's get back to the conversation with Luba Mira from Uber. What's your opinion on the role that payroll can play in the employee experience? Payroll is the last team that will often interact with with the employees, right? Uh, and it doesn't have to be a live interaction. It can be as simple as a paycheck or the delivery of employee documentation. Now, we all work really hard. And at the end of the month or, or week, whenever we're paid, we want to see that compensation so we can enjoy it, right? Um, with that in mind, you can only imagine that if something goes wrong with your paycheck or with your documentation, um, that can really break your experience or put you in a situation that you don't want to be, right? So payroll definitely plays a part in the employee experience. And I think that's often overlooked by organizations because it, they, that correlation, um, is missing, right? So the good news is that Employee experience is becoming a bigger part in every organization, is becoming one of the objectives of organizations. So when the peer professional needs to design certain technologies or implement certain technologies and work on processes and invest, invest in those processes to improve the employee experience, it's becoming easier and easier. What, what are some of those design and information sharing processes um, that companies can put in place to ensure a smoother employee experience? Right. So if we take the term information sharing process and we break it down, what is important is that that information is of value. And how do you get valuable information that you want to communicate to your customer? Um, in payroll, you can be pretty intuitive about certain things that the employees are worried about. So when it's payday, when do I get paid? How do I get my payslip, right? Mm -hmm. But there is also a lot of other queries that employees will want to know and that are not readily available, right? So how do you get that data? Whatever system you're working um, with at the moment, you need to be able to extract the data of, you know, what are the queries of those employees, mm -hmm. right? So then you would say, hey, people are interested in how do I read my payslip? They don't know how to read their payslip. They don't know when they get their year-end statement, for instance, and start building up the areas that, um, that, that your employees are interested in. And then the second part is that the information that you want to provide to them, it has to be valuable, but it also has to be easily accessible, it needs to be consistent, and then it needs to be understood, right? The message needs to resonate with employees, which becomes quite complicated in, in a global environment. So 
to make that information easily accessible, there are several formats that different companies are using. For instance, you know, they can send uh, communications to the, to the workforce. They can send, give you uh, new hire information. But we know that people misplace emails, they misplace uh, documents. So one of the things that I, I find that works very well is having a knowledge base, some type of internal Google, if you want to, if you want to call it. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned the knowledge base. Is that something that you see the payroll function having an important role in as well as the IT function in HR? Or it sounds like maybe at Uber, payroll had a big part to play in the development of that knowledge base when it comes to employee experience related queries. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Absolutely. We do have a knowledge base, internal knowledge base. Um, basically, every team has their pages where which they design and uh, feed content into. Mm -hmm. um, and the PR team actually has quite a lot of pages covering um, our global footprint. And we design it based on the data that we get from JIRA. Um, and update it continuously to, in order to ensure that the employees get the information that they need. So it sounds like one of the things Uber has been able to do successfully is make payroll a strategic function and get it involved in those kind of conversations. Is that fair to say? And if so, how do you feel like that was accomplished at Uber? One of the things that differentiates Uber from the previous organizations that I've been with is that payroll is actually recognized as a strategic business partner and has a seat at the table. Um, when other work streams, you know, have, uh, want to cover business needs or want to address particular challenges, payroll is often invited, even as a consultant, mm -hmm. To provide um, to provide information and also um, you know flag any challenges or uh, flag any potential issues uh, down the line. So that is very different from the previous organizations that I've been with. And the way I think that's been achieved at Uber is that very early on the days. Payroll has always been very much involved in everything. Mm -hmm. And it was mainly from the payroll organization towards the business, right? Because in a lot of business decisions, especially when it comes to uh, implementing new countries or driving certain transformations, payroll is often even indirectly impacted, right? So by being vocal about, hey, we need to be included, you know, slowly but steady, uh, payroll gained that seat at the table. I think I was reading a spotlight that the GPMI had done on you. And GPMI is an organization we work very closely with. And uh, it's that one of the books that I think everyone's read. It's, you know, it's Who Moved My Cheese? And, and I think there's just so many interesting um, stories from there that are relevant to the payroll professional. Uh, I think my favorite is that you've always got to be, I might be paraphrasing this incorrectly, but always smelling the cheese just to see if, uh, if change is necessary or if change is about to happen. So how do practitioners prepare for this? How do they prepare for change within their functions um, and make sure they're not caught off guard or made... Um, you know, obsolete by the change. 
Right. Uh, well, the first thing you need to be is, is curious, right? You need to be curious and you need to see what areas are out there and kind of start learning a little bit on that. But I think what's also very important is, um, and, and it's something quite relevant to the payroll environment. Um, how many times have you heard in payroll, we've always done it this way, you know, it, it won't work here, right? Never. I've never heard that. No, <laughs> no yeah, but, but you're right. Yeah, very change averse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a very change averse function. And how many times the follow-up question, at least my follow-up question is, all right, we've always done it this way, but does it make sense in the current environment? So it comes a little bit to the fact that, you know, we need to rethink why we're doing certain things and where those things make sense, right? The fact that something works, you know, is not enough anymore. Does it make sense? And that's how you also embrace change and embrace that disruption because if it doesn't make sense and it can be done faster, um, most cost efficient, then, you know, you should change that first winning team to another winning team that's probably more optimized, so to say. Yeah. I'm starting to think that maybe we've uncovered a new role for payroll, this very dynamic payroll professional that's now realized that change is coming. This is a payroll professional that has a lot of dynamism and the ability to influence other stakeholders. So how do they go about making sure they build a successful business case for that change. You need to identify the decision maker. You need to identify what data and what message will resonate to them. You need to link that message to your KPIs as well as business objectives. And of course, eventually down the line, I, there is the element of cost and budget that you need to take into account. And I appreciate this question is going to probably have different answers in different departments, different organizations, but you also need allies, right, within your organization. So just from your perspective, you're, you're thinking of making a critical change to how payroll is done, treated, you know, or what systems are in use. Who are your allies in other departments, you know, which department are you going to first? Is there a priority or is there just a short list of, you know, I've got to get my head of IT, I've got to get my head of HR and so forth in my camp before I go and make the major presentation to that ultimate decision maker that you alluded to? Right, absolutely. And it really depends the transformation that you're planning. Um, if you're planning a transformation to something connected to HR. Um, of course, that will be your biggest alley. If you're on the accounting side, there is a whole different set of teams that will be your alley, right? Um, so you need to identify first what is the transformation that you want to do. And then based on that, you will see who is the most reasonable business partner that will help you out. And in majority of those transformations, unless you're talking about vendors and even then mm -hmm. you, you involve some of your business partners mm -hmm. it's most often a cross-functional project so uh, this has been a fascinating conversation and i i want to end with one final question for you um what makes this an exciting time to be in payroll that's a great question um there is not one answer uh, on what makes it an exciting time to be in payroll 
But the main thing is that the field is evolving so much and it's continuing to evolve and it will be evolving for, for the next many, many years. Um, and that brings a unique set of new challenges. And that means a new set of opportunities, right? The new payroll professional that you said, I'm sure that in the future, we're going to have many different work streams that fit into the payroll organization that would require different skill set, right? Data scientists, content strategies, etc. So all of that makes it a very exciting field uh, to work in. That's great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you here. Absolutely. And thank you for having me on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Payday Podcast. I'm your host, David Barak, and this show is a product of CloudPay and our incredible team. To listen to more episodes, look for us wherever you get your podcasts or visit us on cloudpay.net.